welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now on this episode, we're heading up to Nuvik in the Northwest Territories. That's over 100 miles into the Arctic Circle to talk to Bancroft, Ontario-raised singer-songwriter Abe Drennan, who is also an educator and environmental activist. Abe recorded his latest album, Igloo Sessions, in the iconic Igloo Church in Inuvik with Jason Manns. And he's also released the single Spirit Sword, a song written to commemorate the lives of four small children and their grandfather killed in a tragic car accident by a drunk driver. Now, proceeds from the release of the single go to support the work of the children's arts education charity, Many Hands Doing Good. It's a great interview and very inspirational. And as usual, we include more of the new music we've received. And this time around, we hear from Burnstick, Laura Cortese and the Dance Cards, Frank Whistle, Janice and Tim Grimm. And we're starting off this way. From New York, this is the duo, The Whispering Tree, who weave a deep social consciousness into their music with the beautiful song, These Houses. And that's a song all about the devastation caused by a hurricane. And that's from their latest album, Invisible Forces. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. These houses, they haunt me These houses, they haunt me Broken windows, empty halls, peeling paint The crumbling walls, these houses, they haunt me Somebody's home Slowly rotten Left here abandoned and forgotten You can watch them as they fall year by year Floor by floor These houses, they haunt me All the lives now Keeps out the outside anymore 
Okay. 
This time next year And this time we borrowed The time we've got here Would you listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall.
welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to fingerstyle player Frank Birdwhistle from Sheffield in England with Morning Song. And that's from Volume 4, the fourth of his four EPs of guitar instrumentals inspired by life, love and nature. And they're all excellent albums and you can check them all out on Bandcamp. We'll definitely play more from those albums on a future show. Before that, Laura Cortese and the Dance Cards with one of two new singles that they recorded in Belgium while on tour with Mountain Goats. And that song, Wait With Me, also features the Mountain Goats' Matthew Douglas. Now, we're expecting new music from Laura Cortese in 2020. It's going to have a little bit more of a pop groove to it, so it's going to be pretty interesting. So definitely stay tuned for that. We also heard from Burnstick, Dad's husband and wife, Plains Creek guitarist Jason Burnstick, and francophone matey singer-songwriter Nadia Burnstick, with the song Some Kind of Hell, the first single from their debut album, Kia Now, which in Cree apparently means us or we. Sounds pretty good. The album is actually pretty interesting. We'll definitely dip into it again on a future episode. Next up, Abe Drennan joins us to chat about his new album, Igloo Sessions. But before we get there, from Igloo Sessions, this is Spirit Sword. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. of their laughter 
fill the air every day We hold them close Light a candle in their memory Send a prayer their way That's Northwest Territory's folk singer, educator, and activist Abe Drennan with Spirit Sword from his new album, The Igloo Sessions. Spirit Sword was written to commemorate the lives of Daniel, Harrison, Millie, as well as their grandfather, Gary Neville, who were killed in a car crash caused by a drunk driver on September the 27th, 2015, in Vaughan, Ontario. And proceeds from the release of that single will go to support the work of the not-for-profit, Many Hands Doing Good. To learn more about the single and the new album, we're pleased to welcome Abe Drennan to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today. Wonderful, Jan, to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you have an interesting story. I mean, you live up in Inuvik now, but I think you're originally from down near Peterborough Way, is that right? That's correct. Yeah, I'm from Bancroft. It was uh, my job took me to the north. Yeah, teaching. After years of doing uh, community and youth engagement work in Bancroft, I looked uh, abroad, so to speak, and uh, and and came north for for a teaching gig. And uh, and now I teach music and drama, which is which is wonderful. It's, it's a real good fit, and this area is is a beautiful place to. Uh, to live and work and play music and write music and record music for, for me and for, for my family. It's wonderful. So you're a teacher. Yeah. You're also an activist in social and environmental issues, as well as a mm-hmm. singer-songwriter. Fill us in on the backstory about your music. It all started back in Montreal, actually, where I went to school. I um, wanted a place to to play my songs, and so I started... I started hitting up some open mics in the uh, in the city, and uh, eventually started hosting my own open mic, trying out my songs on an audience there, and uh, playing some cover songs. But just sort of using that venue to kind of 
you know, get used to playing in front of people. And I also started playing in the subway stations there. And uh, in between the subways and the open mics, uh, I began to discover singing and songwriting for me was a way to um, heal, actually. I sort of use my music as my therapy and also as a way to express my thoughts regarding social issues, uh, regarding environmental issues, uh, regarding the things that are important to me. I, uh, I actually moved back to Bancroft after I finished my degree, carried that open mic, the same concept, and continued doing it there, and formed a band at that point. Playing with a band back, back in the day, I guess you could say, was, uh, was a great experience, and it was a full band and, and a lot of ton of fun, and that's where my first album came from. And so we did an album together recording in our basements, basements and kitchen spaces and everywhere we could back in Bancroft. And now it's toned down a little bit. It's a folkier sound. I didn't have any formal training. Teaching music to children has given me and allowed me to take the time to, you know, sort of step back and start learning some theory and start learning, learning how to teach it. Doing it is one thing. Teaching it is another thing. It's a wonderful opportunity, and it's great sharing my passion with the with the kids in the community. So, Spirit Sword is the the single from the new album, the Igloo Sessions. That was a song that you felt driven to write because you you knew the family concerned. Yeah, actually, I uh, I went to high school with uh, the mother, the Jennifer Neville. And the father, Edward Neville, he used to work at the old grocery store in Bancroft. And we would see each other, uh, you know, throughout the week or, or what have you. And so I knew him to say hi. And our mothers actually also worked together. When the children died, I mean, it hit everybody really strongly. It's a tragic, tragic thing. No parent should ever have to go through that kind of thing. And it hit me really hard. There was a video that Jennifer posted of the kids uh, dancing in the living room. And it was just such a beautiful, you know, kids playing and they were rehearsing. They were rehearsing for, uh, I think it was a wedding or a dance they were going to perform. There was a song in the background that had the word paradise in the chorus, I believe. When I heard that word and the way the kids were playing, that was paradise in that moment. And that's what started the song Spirit Sword. Yeah, so I wrote the song Spirit Sword for them. Upon doing that and sharing it with the family, it changed the whole trajectory of this new album, actually. I, I should mention that the, the children were nine years old, five years old, and just two years old. And it is one of those horrific situations. You know, it's hard to, to comprehend. Absolutely tragic, Jen. And I really felt like I needed to say something about it to commemorate their lives, to to somehow help. I know songs have a healing power. Music has a, a power of, uh, to heal. And if I could help in any way, the best way I, I could think of was through song. And so uh, after a lot of rewrites, and it's a fine line trying to write a song that commemorates a tragedy like that. Uh, you know, so I found it, it quite a task, but I felt like it was really important to do. So the proceeds from the single go to support the not-for-profit organization Many Hands Doing Good. Tell us a little bit about that. So upon uh, the event, uh, and after that, there was an outpouring of support towards the family. They um, were inspired at the time to, to, to funnel 
that financial support into a, a nonprofit organization called Many Hands Doing Good. And, and from there, they based the values of the organization on the kids and their interests and their passions. And the kids' interests and passions were around dance and music and drama. And the grandfather had a, had a passion for radio broadcasting. So what they're doing is they're funding opportunities for young people uh, who've experienced trauma to be engaged in the arts. And they're also provided a scholarship for, for radio broadcasting. So yeah, they've turned this tragedy into something that's creating and changing lives for the better. You know, when you're faced with trauma like that, what do you do? You either, you either go down with it or you rise up and you create something beautiful out of it. And, and that's exactly what the family has done. And um, it's really commendable and incredible work they're doing. So you mentioned that, you know, when you wrote Spirit Sword and, you know, you realized you had to, to try and make sure that this was part of the new album, it actually changed things quite completely because I think that's when Jason Manns comes into the picture, doesn't he? It's right, correct, yeah. So the aunt of the children, uh, Josephine Neville, was a fan and is a fan of Jason Manns. And Jason's a singer-songwriter out of California. It was her vision, the aunt's vision, to, to see us come together and record Spirit Sword. So she brought Jason up to Inuvik and funded his trip uh, for a weekend for him and I to record Spirit Sword in the Igloo Church here in town. And uh, him and I hit it off great. We had a wonderful, wonderful time together, a good session. And at the time, I'd started dabbling in the rest of the songs and recording and kind of testing out the church and the sound and trying to figure out what, you know, how I was going to, to do the album. I thought, well, you know, if Jason's recording and producing Spirit's Sword, if it has his production on that one song, but all the other songs don't have that perspective, then it's not going to fit, you know? So I just asked him, I said, you know, what do you think about producing the whole album with me? And uh, he was really quick to say yes. So with Jason on board, it totally changed now the way I thought I was going to have it done. Because initially, I was six months. I was like, six months, the songs are ready, I'm going to bang them off, I'm going to play in the church, record them, and then be done. When Jason came on, it, it turned the whole thing upside down because he has a perspective that I didn't have. You know? And he was able to, to sort of point out some things in the songs and the lyrics and the melodies. He was able to sort of help me reconfigure you know, some of the songs that really needed help. You know, I, there was a big lesson for me in, 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 in settling, you know, on a song. And I, I, had, I had overlooked a lot of problems in my songs and sort of was like, they're good enough. But when I had Jason come on, I'd never worked with a producer before. And when he came on, it was like, actually, why don't you try it like this? Or I think you need to, to tweak tweak that chorus or, or try these uh, these lyrics in a different a different pattern or, or you know these these uh, amazing helpful tidbits turned turned me back into myself going wait a minute I can't just settle I need to work at this I gotta dive deeper into these songs because I can't just can't let these things just go by where I had a bit of a habit of doing that anyway turn me back to the drawing board I had to rewrite and uh, I did a lot of rewriting. Anyway, four years later, here we are. <laughs> you must be pretty happy with the way it turned out, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm really proud of it. 
it's improved me and uh, stretched me as an artist. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm totally excited about it. It's great. So I want to go back to the album and play another track. And I've selected Way Up North because obviously you're way up north. It is ways away <laughs> compared to where we are down in southern Ontario. Tell us a little bit about this song. Uh, yeah, so Way Up North, what started that actually is I took my students uh, one year out on a skidoo trip to go visit the reindeer herd. And there's a reindeer herd north of Inuvik, which is close to the town of Tuktiaktuk. There's about 2,000 reindeer, I believe, in this herd. And we went out and we took a break uh, on the way back and uh, stopped the skidoos and um, all the kids ride in uh, these big sleds. We call them boggins. And so they have their helmets on. Anyway, one of the kids sort of ventured off, uh, you know, and when you're out on the tundra in the Arctic, where we were, there were no trees. And it was just incredible rolling. The sun was at rolling hills. Uh, the sun was beaming down. And the student, the silhouette of the student was out on the tundra and he had his helmet on and his big snowsuit. It looked like a spacesuit. It looked like he was, he was on the moon. You know, the term tundra moon came to mind at that time. And so that student inspired way up north and the vision of him sitting there uh, on the tundra. So, yeah, and this song is, uh, is about the beauty of the north and about my experiences living here and my feelings living here. And, uh, and mostly it's a celebration, really. It's a, great, it's a great song. Let's listen to that now. This is Abe Drennan with Way Up North from the Igloo Sessions. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Land of love Land of fear Hearts alive Beating around here Wisdom found in elders' ancient stories. Reindeer run, ravens fly free. Way up north, love and fear lie in my beating heart. I can hear a sound wild and free. A sound. Has a vicious grip on me Oh, oh Way up north Up north Northland Moonshine, midnight sun, somehow to find a voice in the wind. I can hear songs of freedom so loud and clear, way up north, love and fear lie in my. Beating hard, I can hear a sound wild and free. A sound 
has a vicious grip on me Radio with Jan Hall. That's Abe Drennan with Way Up North from the Igloo Sessions. Abe Drennan actually is Way Up North. Uh, he's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today up in Inuvik. Abe is an educator. He's also a social and environmental activist and a folk singer. The Igloo Sessions was recorded in the iconic Igloo Church up in Inuvik. Turned out pretty well and the conversation we've had so far, you can see how the project changed uh, with uh, the addition of Jason Manns to the production side of things. Let's talk a little bit about live performance, though, because uh, you're up north. Tell me a little bit about the, the music scene up in Inuvik. Actually, so there's a, an organization out of Yellowknife called the Northern Arts and Cultural Center, and they bring up artists all the time to Inuvik and throughout the north. When I first moved up, I was not expecting to play as much as I did. The opportunities just started coming. Uh, as a singer-songwriter, it's a good opening act. I can open for people easily. And I first opened for Jim Burns, the blues guitarist. I opened for him uh, in a concert in the Blue Church. That was quite a privilege to play before him. Also, uh, Alex Cuba came up, and I was able to open for Alex. Leela Gilday opened for her. Also, in conjunction with uh, really just community events, I perform at the Remembrance Day ceremony, Christmas concerts, uh, etc. And so they, they have Arctic markets here, so I, I will often play for the market. And actually, it's turned out to be, you know, a lot of opportunity. Opportunities I would really not have gotten back in Bancroft. Playing in the Igloo Church so many times just got me thinking, well, you know, you know, the sound is just incredible. Why not make it my recording studio? I mean, I could 
I could I could record the album in my kitchen or I could record it in this amazing church in my community, right? So um, so the live performances really inspired the the record, you know, and uh, and and the, and the, the venue to 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 record it. And I imagine now having you know Spirit Sword as the single and the Igloo Sessions as the album. I mean that again that that probably opens up. Uh, more opportunities. I'm also, you know, curious about the fact that you are an educator. You mentioned that you do teach music. What opportunities are there for the kids up there to to get into music? Well, you know, we have uh, a lot of opportunities in the school. We have uh, regular performances that we put on. Um, we we also do drama productions, and I'm hoping the dra- the music program is fairly new. So this year. We're going to be creating a lot more regular open mics and, and performance spaces for young people where they really haven't had a lot of opportunities in the past. So with the addition of this program into the school, it's like we have this huge opportunity to be able to do this and, um, and get more kids playing, more kids performing. And uh, I'm super excited to be on like this end of it and helping to kind of foster it, you know. Oh, it, it feels really good. And I have to be honest, you know, when I first got your press release that came through, it was I, I read it and immediately said, OK, I got to interview this guy because I think it's it's really important from, you know, those of us that are down here. And, you know, we we get everybody coming through. We get all the people, you know, the local, regional, national, international people that I get to interview. But you're never quite sure, you know, what is it like in, in remote communities, you know, that. Yeah you know, are they getting the support to, to make music? And it's certainly very gratifying to hear that, you know, in Inuvik, you know, things are, are moving in a very, very, very positive way, which is a wonderful thing. I'm going to finish with actually two tracks from the album, because one is the kids singing, and that is there for you. And then we're going to finish with Moments in Time. And I, when I played them together, I thought, oh, yeah, I can let those two run together. Tell us a little bit about uh, There For You, which is the, the kids' song that's on there. Yeah, yeah, happy to. Yeah, so uh, when I taught grade six, I said to my students a few years ago, I said, uh, if you guys take this process seriously, like the songwriting process, I will uh, put this song on my record. And, uh, and they actually ended up, doing an amazing job so we wrote the song together and then uh and then we recorded it in the igloo church so uh we did a little field trip and actually we performed in the in the in the park to a group of elders and then we took the kids over to the church set them all up we played it like probably four times just straight up and i took the best best copy and i sent it to jason and said this is what we're doing so, so yeah, that's the kid's song. And they're, they're writing about friendship. I asked them, I said, well, you know, what's important to you guys, right? So they're friends. And they were moving on to grade seven, right? They were graduating grade six and moving on to something new, you know? And so that transition. So, yeah, that's a really fun song. It's really enjoyable. Oh, I, I loved it. And they say that it, it just seemed a natural fit to, to put moments in time on straight after it. What about that song? Uh, that one I wrote uh, driving back from Inuvik to London, Ontario, actually. The 7,000-kilometer drive gave me a lot of time to reflect. <laughs> uh, so that was actually a moment I stopped in the highway and, uh, yeah, I was just grateful for, for the people in my life, uh, for my family, and, and realizing that uh, the moments we have are, are, are really the only thing we have. 
and that those moments are the most important with the people we love and creating that, you know. And so, uh, yeah, it was a reflection on the highway, Jack. And it kind of ties up with the, you know, the, the Spirit Sword single and, you know, how things can change in a blink of an eye. It's a great way to finish this interview. I wanted to thank you for spending the time to talk to us. This is Abe Drennan with There For You and Then Moments in Time from his great new album, The Igloo Sessions. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Jan.
can do is hold on to what's real.
Cheshire Cat is grinning Everything is unstable The Akashic Record is spinning On my turntable And yet I still don't know What is false or what is true And the moral of the story Is don't be blue Cause nothing is for certain This could be the final curtain Come and take a bow Or we could be in space cars Headed for the stars any day now We're flying any day now Living with the mystery is okay with me In fact I like it that way I like it that way Cause what a boring game If it all stayed the same each and every day Each and every day now You never really know You never know That's Jen Gilmore and Dennis Gormore as Janice with the Regified You Never Know. And that's from their second album, The Mirror. And that's a song that's all about predicting the future. And that's it for this edition of Folk Roots Radio. I think we're predicting the future now. If you want to check out more of our interviews and radio episodes, you can visit the website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Indiana singer-songwriter Tim Grimm with a great way to finish a show. This is the story song, Perfect Getaway. And that's from Heartland again, his 1999 album Heartland, revisited 20 years on. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And I'll definitely see you next time. They've been walking through the shopping mall, bored with all the shops. So they wandered round the parking lot to see what had been parked. There were cars of every color, cars of every size. They didn't care what car it was as long as it could drive. And there was $200 in the glove box. Full tank of gas by the gauge A complete set of keys dangling within reach A recipe for the perfect getaway Why don't we go to California? So they headed down the road to Tennessee Three Hoosier juvenile delinquents each of whom had failed geography There was Chili at the wheel Joe Hawk was by his side But 
between the both of them sat Darla Sue McBride. Chili was the oldest, nine months and 14 days, until his 16th birthday on the day of this getaway. When they pulled into Nashville, they thought they were doing fine. They just followed the golden arches right down Highway 65. Just a little pit stop, stayed at the budget inn. As soon as they smelled daybreak, they hit the road again. Why don't we go to California? In two days' time, they crossed the Jersey line. Three Hoosier juvenile delinquents with nothing too substantial on their minds. Well, Joe Hawk didn't say much. He thought he was gonna die He discovered motion sickness somewhere back on 65 So his head was out the window Maybe half the day Chili's heart did not go out to Joe Hawk in this way Chili was getting antsy Darla was getting tired With her hand upon the radio She kept the volume high now, there are parts of Newark You really shouldn't go After dark with Hoosier plates blaring country radio Another life experience Slapped them in the face On an unlit street of unexpected faces filled with heat But this night they were lucky Chili's pedal hit the floor And Joe Hawker rolled the window down Got sick again once more And he said I've had enough of this I am going home Darla said to Chili Let's find a telephone Why don't we go to California At the crack of dawn They met the Vermont sun Two Hoosier juvenile delinquents They were trying to figure out If this was fun well, Darla, she was resting, laid out in the back seat, and she didn't see the highway curve when Chili fell asleep. But they awoke to bright lights flashing, Chili by her side in the back of a state trooper car being told of their rights. And back home in Indiana, this story, it was told by Joe Hawk to his classmates of adventures on the road. Chili's teacher said to him, we're glad you're back in town and that's really quite a story. You should try and write it down. Chili said, you think so? She nodded, then he paused. Gosh, maybe my life's better than I ever thought it was. And there was $200 in the glove box. Full tank of gas by the gauge A complete set of keys dangling within reach Recipe for the perfect getaway Why don't we go to California? Why don't we go to California? Why don't we go to California? Why 